for some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Okay, we'd all agree so many things about ACDC are iconic. The lightning bolt, the logo, Angus's schoolboy outfit, and Brian Johnson's hat. So why did he start wearing that hat, and why did it stick with him? Well, he answered those questions when he was asked in an interview about the last time he was seen or photographed without that hat. I used to play the working men's clubs in, uh, in around the northeast of England, you know, with really rock. You know, it was a grand little rock band called Geordie 2. And I used to sweat because they didn't have any air conditioning. And, you know, and in the winter especially, the clubs were full. And they'd have the heating full up because it was freezing outside. I always used to sweat that. And all the sweat used to go in my eyes and sting like them. And my brother Morris was there one night. And he had just got himself a sports car. You know, God bless him. He bought one of them sports car caps. You know, the little caps. And, and it was when we were halfway through the set, and I was sitting having a beer with him, and he said, he said, your eyes are red. I said, I'm not, all a sweat, mate. He said, here, put this on. And I said, oh, I'll try it. And I, I wore it in the second half, and I went, that's marvelous. It's brilliant. I said, I'm going to buy one of them. And I remember, I, I said to him, well, I said, here, I'm, thanks, mate. And he went, I seen the state of it. It was soaking. It looked like a cow pat in a field. It was just <laughs> done. And he says, you can keep that. I'm not putting that on. So I did. And then people started remembering. And, oh, it's, that, it's a good band. Oh, you know, the singer that, that wears the cap. He said it grew from there, and they got more and more gigs just based on the fact that he wore a hat, and that made them identifiable. He also says that he doesn't wear it all the time. In fact, he says he wears it on stage, during interviews, and photo shoots. That's it. He says, when I'm home in Florida, I'm just one of the boys, swimming and plunging about and having a good time. Okay, so we're hearing about this New Year's show in Dubai for KISS with purportedly the largest pyro show ever done. He says, does Gene Simmons, that KISS still had 150 shows to perform on their postponed farewell tour. That included a visit to Antarctica. Yeah. He says, we've already booked Europe outdoors. He said, most of the shows have already sold out. We start in summer. Vaccines are going to be out there for everybody by January, February, March at the latest. I guess he's got the inside track on that. But... It is looking more positive and optimistic all the time. And he says, we're going to be out there a few months after that. We've literally got 150 cities booked. He says they're pursuing that world record of the Pyro Show on New Year's Eve. He predicted some of the later concerts are going to be jaw-dropping. There's one place that's the coldest place on Earth. And even if you can imagine us playing there with an even larger Pyro than you've ever seen, because there's nothing around there, he says we can do it. He said he noted that political people have given permission for the event to go ahead. I said, no, can we really do that? And they said, yeah, yeah. So there's going to be stuff that's just going to make you go, that is the coolest in Antarctica. No pun intended, apparently. And finally, intriguing news in a late interview from Jimmy Page. Total Guitar Magazine is where the interview is. And he says that he hadn't been playing guitar enough because he was always so busy. He said, even with Led Zeppelin stuff, I was busy. He says, but the pandemic has allowed him to pick up the guitar every single day. He says, there were so many things that kept getting in the way of playing or playing the way that you need to if you're exploring the instrument still. Now, the interviewer pointed out to him that a lot of people would love to see him play again. And here's what he said. This is the intriguing part. That was the idea before we locked down, he said. That's a quote. The quote goes on to say, but there will be a time when we will be able to play. 
Now, who is we? That's the question. He said, so the thing to do is to think how you do it if you did do it and have some surprises up your sleeve. He said, I did think about it, but I thought I better do some serious practicing first because it's been a long time since our concert at the O2. He said, I hope we'll meet up one day when I'm doing this mythical show one day. What that last part means, I don't know. He also said, and this is also good news if you like reading an autobiography, a rock bio, he wants to tell his life story in the form of a book. He said, I'll definitely do an autobiography. He says, every six months brings new things for me to write about or comment about. I have a number of ways I plan to approach it, but I am determined that I'll write it first and then take it to a publisher because I don't want to be held to a deadline. Intriguing stuff from Jimmy Page about potentially playing playing live again and maybe even with some of the other guys from the band that would have to include Robert Plant who always says no way but maybe and maybe a forthcoming autobiography from Jimmy Page at some point that is the classic rock files